from the halls of Heartland in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. Welcome to the bonus content podcast, Summer Slice Edition. Thanks for tuning in to hear Sarah, Brent, and Dugan give the weekend update, share a slow jam summer tip, and answer the Summer Slice question of the week. And now, here's your hosts. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bonus Content Podcast. We are almost done with our Summer Slice episodes. It's almost August, kids. It's, uh, July's almost done. Can you believe it? Felt like the 4th of July was two hours ago. Um, but, uh, <laughs> exactly. July's exactly two hours. <laughs> um, yeah, we're late July, almost August. Getting ready for school. Parents are pumped about that. All the back-to-school commercials and Target's got the section going up soon and... All that. So, uh, yeah, that's our episode. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> oh, no, we'll <laughs> talk about it, more. That was it. Uh, welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time, you win. You win. The what do they win? The experience of listening to this. Enjoyment. And realizing how terrible it is and turning it off 30 seconds later. Oh. Oh. Congratulations. Brent's oh. already yawning. Wow. Uh, I know. I'm going to yawn the whole time. Brent worked out at the crack I'm at so dawn. Tired. Which I don't understand. I'm really proud like, of you, Brent. I think that's noon, amazing. I'm like, I've been up for seven hours. <laughs> this is too much. Do you work out in the morning, Sarah? Uh, I used to. I do more in the afternoon, but I do enjoy a morning workout. Really? Yeah. It does feel nice. You always feel like walking out. You're like, oh. You're like, I did that. I've already accomplished something so epic in my day. But what you, like you just said, I feel good up until like 3 p.m. And then I'm like, oh, I'm done with the day. Can't do anything more. I like the afternoon workout. Because it feels like it, re, it sort of like re-energizes. Yes, you get your second win. Yeah. yeah. Even when if I feel lethargic going into it, I'm like I'm gonna push through and do. It. And then That's after true. I'm like, all right, yeah. feel good. Got yeah. the I got another boost for the rest yeah. of the evening. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, if you can't tell, I'm here with Brent and Sarah. We are your hosts. We got blessing, blessing Matthew behind the scenes, running the show, keeping us real. Brent, stop. Yawning. Know, Good heavens. So, this is so bad. <laughs> wow. Do you want to take Listen, a nap? I'm trying to be discreet. We're going to let Brent take a nap yeah, while Dugan and, and I whisper the, the rest of the podcast. We're going to talk about how you sleep, though. We're gonna... It's this room, too. I do want to throw it out there. Yeah. I'm like, we need to move locations, I think. Why? It's just dark and gloomy. No, there's a, there's there's a no chill playing. vibe, dude. I but I think that. if you're tired, it feels yeah, sleepy. You can exactly. say that about anything, though. People in here on Saturday mornings, they're getting sleepy in here. I would not feel sleepy in an elevator. I wouldn't just start like... But if it's dimly lit, you're like, ah, this would be a good... Let's just hit the emergency This would be a great place to nap. nap. (laughs) The door opens like every two seconds. You're like, oh, it's like an alarm every two seconds. Yeah, that's a real quick power nap in an elevator. Um, What's the weirdest place you've ever napped? Any any place other than your home? Even in in your home? Like on a stone. <laughs> yeah, when I used to do my internship, I thought you were a kidding. Stone? I thought you yeah, were I was like, kidding. Just I was a like, rock? I was like, are, yeah. are we going scriptural here? Literally, What's happening? When I used to do my internships with Next Step, I would be so tired. You were not sleeping and like working all day long. Oh, when that, you're like on site? Yeah, oh, I would okay. like sneak away and be like, I gotta go get something ready for you guys. <laughs> and I literally would find a rock, anything, and just like. <laughs> rest my head on it and sleep <laughs> i was so tired actually a funny story is mel who leads worship here who many yes. people know yes she came as a student when i was an intern okay. so i met her she was like 16 and yeah she was in high school 
But I, on our work site, it was like they came towards the end of the summer and I was exhausted, like to another level. I used to incorporate at our lunch. We were <laughs> so bad. We were supposed to do devotionals. Like you read a little yeah. devo. Yeah, yeah. I would split our time and do naps. <laughs> and so oh, that's so I'd smart. The devotionals early and be like, okay, we're not going to talk and it's going to be quiet and you don't have to sleep, but we're just going to kind of lay our bodies down. Mm-hmm. And we that's would great leadership. I love, yeah. wish I was so in that group. We would that's sleep awesome. for like 15 minutes and then we'd start our day but I was so tired <laughs> I'll never ever probably know, be that tired sleep again. Out of stone. So it was funny. brutal oh man yeah. I mean for me I would say not the weirdest place but when I was a young mom of four I had four little people and Ugh. my youngest was just a baby um I would the kids would come home in the afternoon mm-hmm. and they would have to do reading after school and so I would sit and I would read with my kindergartner at the time and guys, I would like slur my, I like my head would be falling <laughs> and I'd be slurring my words. And then I just like all of a sudden, like my head would be hanging and I'm holding a book and I'd wake up and my daughter was looking at me and she's like, you can take a nap. You look tired. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say probably oh, that's man. like the weirdest that's time great. I've taken naps. But oh man, I just remember I was like push through, push through, yeah, and reading, I just like my words got reading. so yeah, heavy. Like yeah, out. when you're oh, reading, yeah. that's a good way to like fall asleep. So oh, you're man. having to do it for other people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, if you have any number of kids, let alone four, <laughs> literally, you just deserve a nap oh, all the man. time. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> uh, I can't, I don't think a weird, I mean, I've, I've mentioned you before we started recording. I've, I've napped at work before. Yeah. So there's been times, not just this work, other, other work, <laughs> but I can tell <laughs> you identify with this. I can tell when I hit like a, a yeah. point of tiredness where I'm like, I could stay awake and look like I'm working, but my productivity is low yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. So I'll just, I'll go find an empty room, set a timer for 20 minutes power nap and wake up and then I'm like so much more productive it was just well so I don't feel yeah. guilty about it because I'm like I would have yeah. been useless I will give you more yeah yeah absolutely you can work right. for those extra few hours rather yeah. than those last few hours just being worthless just being and pointless yeah, yeah. absolutely I, I always feel like po- like post swimming naps are the best like at, at the on the beach yeah. or at the pool like when you've kind of swam and there's nothing to, and then you're yeah. like maybe reading a little bit and you're like I just need to close my eyes and it's like it's warm and there's you just swam and anyway, so I feel like those, I feel like you, Sounds have you not nice. napped everybody out by your pool? I don't really nap out by my pool. Really? I'm surprised. No. I mean, it's a very comfy vibe out there. It feels like good, like prime nap environment. I think for some reason, like when I'm outside, I can hear all the noises. <laughs> so then it's like, oh, I hear the police car. I hear the fire truck or I hear the birds oh, or I hear my neighbor or somebody's mowing now. Car. And usually headed to their house. Guys, <laughs> well, my husband's a firefighter. Know, and so true. it's, it's funny because since he's become a firefighter, I can hear sirens. Like I can hear sirens before <laughs> like dogs instantly. can hear sirens. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's a siren. And the kids are like, what? I'm like, nope, listen for it. Wait and for it. I, it's the weirdest, weirdest You're gifting I in. have right now. I'm well, very tuned in. And we did find this out from your husband, who's one of my good friends, Brent. You'll find this funny. Where when they're on shift, uh, if if they don't have a call in, but they need to take care of something, you know, one of the one of the firefighters needs to let their dog out or run and grab something from the grocery store for mm-hmm. the station or whatever, they all as a team have to go together. Yes in the truck in yes. case they get a call. Yes. So so literally he's like, we've taken, you know, we get our gear, load up in the fire truck and drive to pick and save 
to grab or you know let some guy's uh-huh. dog out but because if they get a call they're like well we gotta drop everything and go right from there mm-hmm. so i just thought that was funny that these dudes like, they're like so we brought the whole crew right exactly so if you've ever seen a fire truck just like park which i have like parked outside a costco or something there hasn't been an emergency they just somebody was out of milk and they had to go get milk and but <laughs> that's they not always true when know, they're but that has happened don't worry, but yes for sure <laughs> like outside of the grocery store all of that i know last week when it was so so hot they had had calls where they're standing outside in their full gear oh, helmets all of that so they swung by our house to get popsicles <laughs> <laughs> my husband that's just awesome. walks in and he's like hey we do, hey, do we have any popsicles got we got the crew that's you're awesome. like of course so we just do giving adult men popsicles what oh man hey i i will never not yeah popsicles. yeah they were they were pretty hot i love that i mean i like that we can the, the our our fire department and I, i'm assuming other you know public service forces mm-hmm. are like hey sometimes we've got to take care of stuff but we're always ready to go I love yeah, it. yeah in fact he, we were laughing that sometimes when they sit down for lunch mm-hmm. If if a call comes before they got the bill, they they have to book. They just have to mm-hmm. leave. Even some even before they got their food, they just have to leave. Yeah. But, hey, you know what? That's why they're emergency services. Good for them. So Thank hey, you for your service. shout out to the Sun Prairie. Fire department, police department, emergency, EMTs, all of you. Thank yes. you for your time. Yeah. I just have Absolutely. this thing now that job. I assume anytime I see a fire truck or a group of firemen that Chris Reese is in the crowd, <laughs> even though it makes no sense. Last night I was at uh, the soccer game mm-hmm. and there was like a fire truck and, th- and I was like, I wonder if that's Chris. And I was like, I like, he's not just going to be every 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's I'm where like, he is. It could be. <laughs> Look, you guys feel, yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, I drove I've by a, there was a car accident a couple months ago and drove by and saw he was there. And I mean, everybody was okay, but they were Dugan there. Dugan stopped. It was like, hey, Chris, hey, Chris, Chris what's up, bud? Stop CPR and come talk to me. No, I'm just kidding. No, he was, okay. He would not do that. All he right. <laughs> okay. All right. Back well, on track yeah, here. naps and fire to men. That's all we talk about here. <laughs> well, let's move on to our first segment other than stream of consciousness, which is our unofficial first segment. <laughs> now on to our first segment, weekend update. Um, this weekend, McNary's are back, you guys. John and Ashley back. Some of yes. y'all didn't even know they were gone. Some of you <laughs> didn't even know who they were because you started coming to Heartland. <laughs> like, oh, they hired two new people. After, yeah, <laughs> who are these jokers? Yeah. Uh, but John and Ash were back. It was good to have them back. And uh, so I'm gonna, I'll be real with you. I did not know <laughs> up until pretty recently that we as a church financially and prayerfully support missionaries. So I was... Should have known, but, uh, you know, I guess... say you probably weren't the only one. Okay, yeah. We don't talk about it We're, like, so humble, we don't even talk. But uh, this week... (laughs) That's not it. uh, Oh, it's not it? We just didn't communicate it. This feels more right. (laughs) That's different, yeah. Um, But I thought it was cool, man. I mean, I love John's setup about, like, missions as a a vision, Uh, but then to hear from, from the two missionary families that we support and just their like heart and and way that they talk about their work and the people that they work with and serve and bless and i thought it was awesome i thought it was cool and so yeah. different you know yes. it's like belgium and iraq yeah so it's like just very different missions yeah. fields but obviously the gospel you know pertinent in either one and so i thought that was cool and i i jumped on and got followed their social media and mm-hmm. on their website and stuff so yeah i thought that was cool i think it's a I, I, the thing that i think really I don't know, struck me is that I think we forget sometimes that there are countries or locations or people groups that don't have access to the Bible Uh in their language. And or it's illegal. Yes. Like it's 
risky to do so. Yeah. And that is just such a great reminder of the freedom of religion that we have here, but also that we have access to mm-hmm. the Bible and scripture mm. for direction and correction and, and anything that we could need. So yeah. I don't know. Totally that was agree. a great reminder for me this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And I really, this was kind of a small thing, but for those of you who were here early, uh, are like pre-service welcome that we do out in the halls. Ashley had uh, Kathleen and Andrew who yes. uh, lead our ASL ministry and do sign language for the 1030 service almost every week. They, almost every yeah, week. They yeah, they do it a lot. And uh, so she had them help <laughs> do the welcome out in the hallway and it was awesome. I was like, it's what a cool way to highlight. Cause you know, they, again, they serve all the time. Yeah. All the so, yeah. uh, they're up at the front, obviously, uh, interpreting for those who are, are deaf or hard of hearing. And so it's just so fun to highlight them. Mm-hmm. They're like awesome people. Oh, I got to so do the wedding amazing. actually. I love them. You I got did? to marry them. Yeah. Oh, a couple of years so ago. Fun. Last, last year, year and a half ago. Yeah. Anyway. And I just, well, I, maybe people know this, but that is like the hardest job. Yep. What they do, following speakers, trying to keep up with me, four one one people, yeah. any Dude. any type of like like obviously when you're singing worship lyrics, it's a little bit easier because that's predictable. Anytime any worship leader says anything that is not on the screen, right? Every four one like nothing yes. is scripted, yeah, like that. And so they're really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. And they're I was just texting her a couple weeks ago. It's like you could tell they're doing like what God has called them to mm-hmm. do. They're yes. like it's a way yeah. that they yeah serve and do ministry and yes. it's very cool well so if, i loved that if i'm not mistaken i think they initiated yeah the ministry in and of itself they're yeah like, hey, so we when sign and it was like, like right around when wonderfully made um, yeah. Yeah, yeah started taking off they were like reached out to melissa and said hey if you ever need anyone we'd love to find a way to help um with the deaf and hard of hearing community and so they we started it and they just kept doing it and they have served man so much so, That's so it's cool. really yeah. it's really and really fun. they're i mean their influence i like our whole for, for those of you that don't know and we say this all the time but the word when we say we want to awaken a diverse community mm-hmm. to jesus uh-huh. that is talked about so much yeah and i feel like i'll speak personally i've just been educated to my own ignorance on how little diversity i typically consider yeah. So the deaf yeah. and hard of hearing being one, yeah. where they step in and go, hey, we'd love to minister to those who might not be able to hear what you're saying. And so not only that ministry, but since then, we've done things like, um, you know, whenever we have a video or post our stuff online, we put the yeah. closed captioning up. Because it just brings such awareness. Yeah. I just wouldn't yeah. think about it. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, oh my gosh, there's many, many, many folks out there who would not be able to hear this. Yeah. So let's just make every video we do closed captioning so that yeah. they can. That's, That's not going to make it less of an experience for those who can yeah. hear. And yeah. in fact, it's going to enhance it. So all that kind of, and yeah, Melissa with wonderfully made and just all the inclusion and of, yeah. to go, Hey, let's think about this person or this person or this person. And I, love that i just mm-hmm. love like those who cult like society might maybe even unintentionally uh you know kind of push to the fringes because mm-hmm. there's fewer mm-hmm. than yeah. the quote unquote you know normal or majority but to say let's make sure that they can hear or understand mm-hmm. or listen or you know anyway, i think that's yeah so cool. yeah that's yeah. great making church accessible for everybody I think yes that's a good so word accessible amazing yeah Man, the wonderfully made ministry. I'm so so. I have nothing to do with it, but I'm so proud to mm-hmm. be a part of of a church. Even before I uh, uh, Ava's accident, and now she has mm-hmm. special need. Even before that, I just loved be, you know talking to folks mm-hmm. who came and like how 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 it you know Melissa Shotwell made it made it so normal. Like mm-hmm. it was not a thing yeah. 
It was just, yeah, yeah of course. We have a ministry yeah. of those with special needs. I, why mm-hmm. wouldn't we, you know, we want to make sure that that's a part of our yeah. normal day-to-day church. And it absolutely 100% yeah. is. In fact, one of the, we have our baptism coming up at the end of August. And there's a beautiful uh, young woman, Belle, who has Down syndrome and is getting baptized. Oh, and like, so, so she excited. did her video testimony and I'm like, oh my gosh, that that is going to steal the show. Oh, her like, man. video testimony. She's yeah. one of my youth group girls. Oh, so she, I'm so excited. She's so wonderful. Oh yeah, man, that so just sweet. blesses my heart and today. Like her, I've, you know, her whole family and her mom. And, yeah, so, oh, so yeah. excited for her. Amazing family. Well, and too, and this is like not a Heartland brag or humble brag or anything like that, but I was just talking to a family um, that I met outside of Heartland who don't go to church anywhere, and they have a son who's 18 um, with special needs, and they were talking about how they keep running into spaces, not having changing areas for them. Mm. And so it's nothing I ever would have thought of honestly, which is sad, but until Melissa and wonderfully made, because we installed a space where it's like an adult size changing table. And I was telling them about that. And instantly this mom just started crying. Like she was like, you guys thought of that doesn't go to church anywhere. Isn't, but she was like, I can't believe you thought about that. And, then was asking about wonderfully made and all that, but it does. It just is, it is so uncommon and it's just like, so to bring that to the table and yeah. continue just to even ask, like, are we doing what we can is mm-hmm. super cool. So things like ASL, like, yeah, it just prompted. Now we think about that with all the things we do when we have videos mm-hmm. and we have guest speakers, it's all of it. It's like, is that going to work for them? And so it's yeah. just a cool, it's cool. I really love it. I know yeah. I'm partial, but I love our church. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I agree though, only because I and I say this delicately. Like I've I've been a part of churches, whether I was employed or just attending, where I didn't love everything about. You know what yeah. I mean? Like not not in a bad way. I didn't think it, nothing was shady or sinful and nothing like that. Yeah. But there were things that I was like, oh, I wish I kind of wish the vision for that was different. And but it's like, hey, this mm-hmm. is what the leaders believe and that's yeah. fine and I'm going to follow. Yeah. So but so to your point, like saying that I don't think is a small thing mm. because you know and all the big c church like every single local ch- local church i i believe at least like there's going to be a different calling or different yes, focus absolutely. and i think that's absolutely. appropriate that's how yeah. it should be mm-hmm. but to your point there are things about heartland that i genuinely brag about all the time mm-hmm. that i wouldn't necessarily have done in the past um you know at other churches i've been a part of so that yeah. that is a something of note to because we could work here and love it and be fine with it, but the the idea that there's specific things that were like, hey, I'm so excited to tell you about this mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. that's yeah. a part of the church I'm privileged to work at is mm-hmm. not a small thing. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna get into our summer slice question of the week, but no, oh, I guess I need to leave room for the musical sting. All right, let me say that more excitedly. Hey, we're gonna get into our summer slice question of the week. Is that good? Is that better? That was yeah, better. Perfect. Okay. So typically, the uh, my, the questions we've talked about have been somewhat summer related. In fact, they've all been summer related. I don't know why, but I want to. I'm, I'm gonna throw a little slider. We're gonna get a little curveball, little slurve. Uh, that's a pitch. <laughs> that's a type of baseball pitch. Okay. Curveball, slider, slurve. Uh, Sports ball. Split finger Sports fastball. <laughs> um, and I don't know what made me think of it. I guess I, I, yeah, I don't know what made me think of it. I suppose it's because. <laughs> we're all parents and I feel like I've learned some really great things from other parents, not it, regardless of like experience, regardless of mm-hmm. number of kids mm-hmm. or ages of kids. There's just oftentimes been things that 
parents have said that I'm like, oh, that's really great. Like, that's really interesting. I remember I one of the biggest things I learned about parenting was from somebody who actually rubbed me the wrong way. And I mm. was like annoyed with most of the time. But they said this one thing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to totally utilize that. That's really why. So anyway, so I feel like parenting uh, is a, a challenge from beginning to end. <laughs> and it's not a cookie cutter situation no. where you go do it exactly like this and you'll be fine. But I do think there can be like nuggets that we... Mm that at least for me that I've just glommed yeah. from almost every parent I've ever met to go, Oh, that's a good idea. Or that's a good perspective or that tangibly, like I'm going to start doing that specific thing. That's really cool. And so I thought I, w I would love to know if you were to give a, a parenting advice or perspective or a little just nugget of, Hey, here's food for thought when it comes to being a parent based on your experience, based on how you were raised, based on something you learned, learned as a parent. And it could be like, overarching just to any parent yeah. anywhere mm -hmm. or if you're like hey if you're parents of a young child or a teenager or just what the first mm -hmm. thing that pops in your head to go if somebody's like hey what's the best piece of parenting advice you could give what comes to mind mm -hmm. who wants to go first this okay. is for me i'm just i'm I, just I, wanting I, to okay. learn go. so just right. speak okay. to me okay the first thing that literally came to mind was listen um because i think there's just, there's so much value in listening, whether that's to children or to adults. I think, um, my kids are age ranging in age from nine to 19, but there's just a lot of conversations that I have had with my kids over the years where I think just listening to them has really given them a little bit of like power and authority in what they're going through where it's like, okay, I'm not disregarding it because they're young. I'm not disregarding it because mm. like what they think is stressful or what is making them anxious, mm. like wouldn't make me anxious at this stage of life. It might've made me anxious at, sure. at their stage of life. Mm -hmm. But I think just hearing them out, I think there's a lot of things that are on our kids' hearts and minds day in and day out. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they would even want to talk to your, their parents or to an adult, I think just listening to them and hearing them out. I think some good, you know, a, just a good question is like when your kids come to you with something is like, do you want a solution or do you just want me to listen? Mm, mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes as adults, we can get in the habit of just continually offering what we think is a valid sure, solution yeah. or what we think would, you know, put the cherry on top. But I think that there's so much value in listening and just for, for kids feeling heard, whether, um, it's big or whether it's small or whether yeah. it's like something that you are like, Oh, this feels kind of silly. But I think just putting yourself in their position mm -hmm. of where they're at and like hearing them out and just listening to them is so valuable. That's great. And, yeah. and I like you saying that at any age, mm -hmm. it's, it's not mm -hmm. like, Oh, once they're 12, then take mm -hmm. them seriously. But mm -hmm. it's like, even, I remember Brian Regan, the comedian, has a joke where he was uh, like in public somewhere and a kid lost their balloon mm -hmm. and it was floating away and just started like crying and screaming. And the, the dad was like, be quiet, we'll get you another one. And he was like, geez. And then he was like, I kind of, he goes, I kind of wanted to say to him, like, what if your wallet started floating away? How would you feel? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what that kid is experiencing right yeah. now. Like, calm down, yeah. we'll get you another wallet. So I remember being like, yeah, that to your point, mm -hmm. I might not in this moment, I might understand like, this isn't a big deal. You don't have mm -hmm. to freak out about it. But there, 
in that mm-hmm. and it's real and it's yeah so yeah that's just really offering good. a safe space to process things for them i think is really really valuable yeah. and knowing that they can they are heard and that their their points of view and their opinions mm. they they do matter mm-hmm. in in the greater scheme of things and and not to discard mm. what they have i remember getting excited i know and it is funny when kids hit the why stage where it's like mm-hmm. why this and why but I, for some reason, I remember getting excited for that, being like, mm-hmm. I'm excited to answer all the questions mm-hmm. and, and yeah. like, who cares if, if it gets a little irritating at times to go, why is the sky blue? I don't know, man. I, I think it's someday. Let's look it up. Let's, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was excited yeah. to engage because I'm like, there'll be a time when my son doesn't want to talk to me as much mm-hmm. anymore. So let's appreciate it right now. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's great. I like that. That is great. Um, the first thing that came to my mind, so I have a four year old, so my, the listen is very hard for me. So when you said that, I was like, <laughs> yeah, cause he will say things sometimes that I'm like, that is such a valid point. And if I would, <laughs> I've just listened. <laughs> you would rather. So yeah, when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, I just had this conversation with him because he was being a little naughty and I was like, okay, for the next five minutes, like just just sit over there. I'm like, I don't need you to ask me anything. So I'm like, could tell he's super upset. And I'm like, I just need some space. And he comes up to me. He's like, dad, I need you to know that the reason why I'm cranky is because I didn't sleep well last night. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, that's fair. It's more self aware yeah. like, than me. Yeah. I was like, that that's fair. He was like, yeah, I couldn't sleep very well last night. So I was like, anyways, so listening, wow. great one. But one that someone told me when <laughs> Hannah and I, because I would say, in my opinion, this is not anyone else's, but in my opinion, we had Henry pretty young, mm-hmm. just in like the stage of life that we were in. Mm. Um, it was two years after we got married. We were like, we're going to wait five or six years. And so for me, it felt like we were having him young. And so I remember there was a couple who was older than us that had kids quite a bit older than us. And they told us not to adjust our life just to him. Like they were like, be mindful and get in routines, but like your life has to like Mm -hmm. do the things that you love and Mm. like keep community. And if Mm. that means like, like get them to where if they have to get off their schedule, it's okay. It's not like the end of the world. And they were like, do the thing. Like if you need to take your baby, take your baby, but like do all the things. Mm. If people ask, like you don't have to like move into yeah, almost like isolation because it's kind of what we yeah. Yeah. did at first. We were like, okay, now we do this. And so we've done that with Henry. And it is like everyone who of my friends who end up getting pregnant, it's like the first thing I mm. say is like, of course, within reason and like be mindful about it. But we never like he was always around. Like he, we always brought him to right. things. We're in like our friend group. We're the only ones with um, a kiddo. And he loves those people. Mm-hmm. Like it is when he prays at night, the adults that we get to see and be around, he prays for the adults as well as mm. like his kid friends. Mm. And yeah. he can go if we're like, man, it's a little later than what his bedtime is. He's totally fine to be in a space with just adults and mm. like hang out. And he genuinely loves it. He will ask pretty frequently. Blessing is one of those people mm-hmm. to like go over and see Blessing and oh, hang out. That. And so it just like has been That's something cool. that we've really tried to do. We went to a soccer game last night it was like going pretty late. He really wanted to stay and continue. There was two games. I don't know how that works. If you know about that, basically (laughs) professional team plays. And then there's like a not professional team that played. It was like a special thing. Anyways, it was like getting late. He wanted to stay. We stayed a while. Like he just like, it just has been really helpful. Now during the week when we can, we're obviously like have us routine and everything, Mm -hmm. but your life doesn't have to be 
stalled or completely stopped just because you have a kiddo and your friends will understand. So That's that cool. is like mm-hmm. my biggest thing is, yeah. yeah. Cause now he really does like, it's not a burden to him to be like, Hey, we're going to go have dinner with these couples. Mm. Cause a lot of them, he has grown up with, yeah. they've been at all the things and he's been there and he just had a soccer game. And it was just so funny. Cause it was like six of us, like grown adults. They don't even have kids. <laughs> at the <laughs> soccer game and it was like all he wanted was like yeah. those people to be there Aww. and to see him so that has been huge for us That's um, great. it's just like bring them along and like have them a part of it mm-hmm. and you guys too i will mm-hmm. say it's like when so i just had a birthday party and it was everybody fun. knows man. everybody, everybody knows. knows we did karaoke <laughs> but something like hannah and i like literally when we left we're like i hope that is like us but sarah and her husband and their oldest daughter maya got up and did karaoke together and it was like to be fair, Maya, Maya sang it. Maya, Maya sang. Chris rapped. and I were the, were the backup, backup dancers. dancers. Maya wrapped vanilla ice <laughs> while you and Chris yes. danced. But it's seriously, I was like, I really like. This is what I want my relationship and dynamic to look like. That yeah. like it what didn't feel like. I think Maya had a great time. She didn't feel she did. like she was just like there. But like seeing you guys have that relationship is a testament of that. Of like, mm-hmm. my kids are going to be a part of it, and so yeah, yeah don't feel like you have to say no to all the things mm-hmm. now just because you have a, a kid it's awesome. mm-hmm. like bring them along and the final thing is just it's okay to buy the like dollar toy that they want I just, yes i know that's a place of privilege you, i have money to spend are you listening carrie but <laughs> i growing up i always thought things were so so expensive yeah, right, and dude? like every oh, once yeah. in a while henry would just randomly really want this like dollar thing from yeah. target and i'll be like yeah and sure. it just brings so much yeah, joy absolutely. and it's so fun. So anyways, yeah. that's my final thought, which I get. That's yeah. great. You know, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because I think sometimes when you do become a new parent, you feel like, okay, well now I'm a parent. So yeah. now I have my to life is like shut down. Well, maybe <laughs> sort of. <laughs> wow. No way. But Dugan, we'll talk later, but what? <laughs> apparently it was very extreme, but uh, I mean, Chris and I became parents really young too. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, for us more of like, we didn't get that advice, but it was more of a, we didn't have a choice. So it was, yeah. you know, and, but Maya has reaped a lot of those fruits and she's mm. always been an, a, an adult child. Like she just loves adults more than she loves mm. her peers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. I think, you know, there, there's great, it's, it's so great to have those people because then you have people also speaking life into your child as yes. well. Mm-hmm. And that has been huge for us as parents is like even through all four of our kids is that we've got a group of friends that are moms and dads or aunts and uncles that aren't actually biologically moms and dads or aunts and uncles, but that our kids are like, Oh, I can go to these people. And I know that they would speak life into me. They would like Mm -hmm. have my best interest at heart. And I feel great as a parent knowing that, okay, I know my kids are not going to come to me for everything. Mm -hmm. There are other people that they can go to. And I feel good. really, really good about that. That's good. I was on the opposite, though. I was excited to have kids to use them as an excuse to not do no, things. No, that is a <laughs> real, real thing. I love that. Yeah, it's both Sitter's got to go. Sitter's just got to go. Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, she touched shoot, The kid, I got to stay home. Literally. Guys. Sorry, we can't go out. He's just not They're feeling like, It's a well. kid's birthday party. I'm like, yeah, but he can't go to that. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That is a bonus perk. Yeah, it's win-win both sides. Man, those are really good. Um, I, I mean, I don't have anything profound, really. The only thing I remember wanting to be intentional about is I wanted to, and we did this with Ava, now doing it more with Phoenix, is um, 
you, you use the word, Sarah, which I like, uh, that I ju- we just wanted to empower them, mm. uh, not boss them. Mm. Yeah. Uh, kind of. And there are moments when they need bossing. The boss. Mm-hmm. But I remember out. thinking really, really, when our kids were really young, as I was like, I never want to use the phrase because I said so. Yeah. Uh, I always wanted to be able to either have a reason uh, to talk to them about. And of course, you know, they get, they're at ages or in moods where logic doesn't apply. And so we don't waste our breath trying to argue when it's not mm-hmm. going to work. But yeah. I just remember being like, I don't, I just, I don't ever want to be like, uh, just say like, well, just do it. Cause I said, so I want to be able to say, all right, well, here's the reason. Mm-hmm. And then if they have a, like you said with Henry, sometimes they'll have a rebuttal that uh-huh. I'm like, dang, that's a good point. Uh, okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. You, do it. you know, I'm gonna need a minute to think about that. Right. Right. But also, <laughs> but also most of the time present them with, you know, kind of the options to go, well, you can choose this and, and that means this, or you can choose this and that means you'll lose this privilege uh, and this privilege. Uh, but you know, it's your choice, whatever you want to do. So I just, I, we've, I feel like been really intentional with listening and having a conversation versus just going, listen, just, you got to do it. Cause I said so. Cause uh-huh. I was like, that just didn't feel like a good parenting move. And I also want to be open to like, maybe there's been a couple times where like that thing that I said actually wasn't the best thing mm-hmm. because of their rebuttal or their argument. Then I've had to go, okay, you know what? Yeah, you're right. That I, you, I'm glad you didn't do that just cause I said so your reasoning makes sense. You go ahead and, and, and we can do that. So anyway, so that was that was the one thing as I was like, I just don't want to resort to because mm-hmm. I said so. I want to mm-hmm. make sure that what I'm saying is thought through and has reasoning and I can explain that and also give them a chance to own it and be empowered to, you yeah. know, respectfully like question and debate. And then there's mm-hmm. sometimes where it's mm-hmm. like, hey, buddy, I'm sorry. You know, we're not going to talk about it anymore, but you need to do this. And other times yeah. it's like, yeah, you know what? Good, that's a good call. Let's let's talk about that. We can mm-hmm. go a different way. So I'm learning that right now with clothing choices <laughs> because <laughs> I'm as no surprise to anyone. Hannah and I are kind of particular yeah. with what we like. But now he's at an yeah, age where you can't just dress him. Literally. <laughs> and like, but there's no, we have no, like no ground to really stand yeah. on to be like, right. here's we don't why you, wear you have that. to wear Unless it's time. like, we're going to like some fancy thing that sure. we're like, yeah. you have to wear your fancy clothes. But it is hard. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the, yeah, it's just funny though, but there's literally no reason. Like yeah. Hannah and I are like, we'll like start to be like, <laughs> buddy, why don't you wear this? And he's like, no, I just want to wear this like neon tank top and <laughs> like blue shorts and long socks and tennis shoes. And I'm like, we have no reason for you not <laughs> yeah, to wear that. Yeah. yeah. My mom always said, she's like, pick your battles, pick the battles I, that are worth good, fighting, yeah. pick yeah. the battles that like, yeah. you know, if you're, if it's worth fighting, you know, go all in and, mm. and do what you need to do. But uh-huh. you know, it's like, I had to release that as well with my kids. <laughs> and honestly, it was really freeing because it just got to a point where yes. I'm like, great, you know, just dress yourself and they come out and you're like, Okie doke. wow, <laughs> yeah. that's a thing I Look saw with my eyes. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, we'll be like, he'll go in and he'll be like, oh, I'm going to pick out my clothes. And Hannah's just in the other room and she's like, don't be the neon. Don't be the neon. He comes out full on, different full colors. Neon, yep. neon. And they're all like, silk material athletic material <laughs> and he's just long socks yeah. and he's like and he'll be like do you like it do you like my outfit do i look sick that's his new thing do i look, do sick? look sick i'm like yep Super yep. sick. Yeah. so dope bro <laughs> but yeah just like some of those things are like there's no reason it's just other than i have a particular way that i wish you did that but that's yeah. funny well and just know that at some point because my older daughters have been <laughs> have said this to me they're like why would you let me go out of the house in that <laughs> i'm like <laughs> 
Because you wanted That's to, and I didn't. Yeah. I didn't want to pick that fight, and I was like, "Great, I need to go to the grocery store. I got four kids to take with me." I'm like, "You want to wear that? Great, we're going. Let's go." So funny. <laughs> that is so funny. All right, man. That's good stuff. I feel like we could. I, I feel like I could keep learning from you, but well, for the sake of time, we'll, we'll cut it off. I know. I always tell Sarah she's like the professional parent. I'm like, oh, at no. this point, four, you are. I mean, you four kids class. in. <laughs> Four kids. Guys, I am still still learning. But that's why you're a good teacher. And they're all so different. I think that's where, you know, I I was shocked when I had four kids and I was like, none of you are even remotely the same. Like no characteristics the same. I don't parent you the same. I don't discipline you the same. And so kids are always about fair. We're like, well, that's not fair. And I'm like, it's not going to be always be fair, but it's going to be equal. Fair and and just are different things. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's it's based on your personalities and what dad and I feel is best. So it's maybe right or wrong. How, but do, you, how do you discipline Chris though? <laughs> I am also I'm sure curious, he needs so that a lot. <laughs> no just, more popsicles for you and your look. friends. Trust me. Every wife knows <laughs> like you have a look that you give your husband and yep. he knows. And yep. so after 18 years, 19 years, well, we've been together for 20 some years. So Woo. yeah, it's uh just give That's him a, a look and he knows. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get yeah. into the marriage, marriage advice. Okay. Next episode. week. Next week. <laughs> All right. Hey, you heard it here next week. Marriage advice. I have none. So we'll, uh, I'll, I'll be taking notes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Sarah, what do you got? Yeah. <laughs> Brent and I'll just take notes. We'll let Sarah, you have to answer three times. To okay, great. I'll be like, and for Brent, I'm going to say, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're like, and this one is for you. This one's for Dugan. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay told me to tell you, uh, <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us this coming weekend. We have uh, Jake Fry preaching. Yes. Pastor Jake. Uh, Pastor Jake yeah. in our summer at Heartland. And I'm excited about that. He actually gave me a little teaser on what he's talking about. And I'm real stoked about it. He's talking about uh, the vine and the branches. And he's got Ooh. some insight that I've never heard before uh, based on some research. And I'm like, dude, I'm that's so good. I'm excited to teach that. So. Uh, Jake teaching this weekend is do we do we have a summer thing this weekend? Oh yeah, we yes have tropical drink. tropical drink. We've yes. got umbrellas, um, <gasps> umbrellas. I've heard there's going to be a fun? Swedish fish uh, garnish in some of them. I love Swedish fish and umbrellas. Then in it. Both of my favorite. Both of my favorite. I love eating Swedish fish in the shade. Um, so we got tropical drinks. We got Jake Fry, uh, Summer Heartland. Uh, what are the things to keep in mind? Baptism coming up at the yes, end of the month. If so you good. So, so that. good. Yes. Picnic uh, in the park. Picnic in the park, Cornhole August tournament. 7th. The Cornhole Tournament bracket is full, full, but you can join a waiting list. And then if we have enough people join yes, the waiting we'll list, we will one. add another yep. uh, line to the bracket. So uh, jump on the Cornhole or Bags. Bags. Cornhole or Bags. Uh, whatever you want to call that game. Uh, so we'll see you this weekend. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Next week, the the marriage episode. This is the parent episode. <laughs> okay. Next week, the parent episode. And from all of us behind the scenes, you stay bonus, Heartland. Thanks for listening to the Bonus Content Podcast. We'll see you this Sunday at Heartland, either in person or online. If you have any questions or there is anything we can do to serve you, please head to our website, weareheartland.us. Otherwise, rate and review the podcast to get a personal shout out. And we'll see you right back here next week for another episode of the Bonus Content Podcast.